You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. everyone welcome back to what's your backup plan i'm olivia and i'm fiona our guest today is a former classmate of ours and a dear friend of ours and his name is darius jordan lee some of darius's previous credits include clueless the musical at the signature off broadway west side story at the guthrie scottsboro boys at theater at raleigh and he is currently in the broadway cast of ain't too proud we're so excited to talk to him today and we hope you enjoy this episode We know Darius because we all went to Montclair State University together, and Mm -hmm. Darius was a freshman when we were sophomores, and we've watched him grow into this craft, grow into the star he basically is, Um, and he's, (laughs) (laughs) he's such a hard worker, and he really, like, he is, like, the true testament of, like, hard work getting you everywhere. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, So, Darius, how did you get started in theater? Oh, it's a funny story. I was just an athlete starting out in my younger years. um, And come around eighth grade, I get injured on the football team. And I had to get homeschooled for a few months. And when I arrived at school, they told me that I needed an arts requirement. And I only wanted to do show choir and graphical arts at that time. But my guidance counselor said, I heard that you're a class clown and you should try out musical theater. And I was like, what's musical theater? (laughs) And they're like, just try it out. I think you'll like it. And I go in uh, on my wheelchair and I have to crutch myself to the piano and the instructor. Oh my gosh. Everything is all right from Jesus Christ Superstar. And everybody in the classroom had to learn that. that." He says, oh, you have a great voice. You need to audition for 42nd Street. And I auditioned for 42nd Street singing Jesus Christ Superstar. (laughs) (laughs) As you do. And everybody's like, who who is this Darius guy who got Gangster 2, Man (gasps) 2, in 42nd Street when everybody else was trying to, like, get into the show? And they were like, this guy just auditioned. He randomly gets in. (laughs) And ever since then, I've just been in all the musicals. I've done one play at school. Um, But I just... uh, threw myself into marching band and I was also in color guard. I was in the show choir um, where we got to travel and um, compete against other schools. Um, and, and that's how it all started before I met you, wonderful and beautiful sisters in Montclair State University. Oh, we love Amazing. You. And how did you, how did you find Montclair? 
I found Mark Claire through Ben Lawrence. Uh, I don't know if you remember Ben, but Ben. Yeah, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ben was an intern as well at Paper Mill Playhouse, and I had the blessing opportunity to do their conservatories for two years. That's where I also met Meg. Meg Zervolis, right? We love her. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. Yes. And, and after my first year doing the conservatory, I pretty much had my eyes set on Montclair State, aside from two other schools I auditioned for. Mm-hmm. Only got in two of the three. The other one, <laughs> I couldn't really dance, but uh, <laughs> and they were like, yeah, you can try again next time. But um, Montclair is where it's at. Yeah. Well, thank goodness we had you there. Very oh, no, happy. Right. And you did 42nd Street again. You were Andy Lee, right? In I, our production? Oh, my God, that's insane. right. Yeah, I know. Yeah. The first show I ever did. And then <laughs> got to do it at school. Got to do it again. Yeah. That's so amazing. Circle. Wow, we were all in that together. We were. What a time. I know. We Shout out dancing. to Clay James. I know, in the Castle Theater. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um what was your your showcase and post-grad experience like uh it was it was um it was a little scary at first not gonna lie because you know we're all in college and we're like oh my gosh this is the year we're leaving it's the year we're gonna experience real world experience some debt or a lot of debt or just debt in general <laughs> um auditions and stuff like that um, my mind, my mind was in a great place though, because uh, not just because of my, my my religious beliefs and you know just praying all the time. I pray for you. I pray for those who are listening. I just pray for everybody. But um, support hmm. is one ingredient that I'm just beyond thankful for. Your support from you guys, from my mother, my my grandparents, Annalise and her family, just my family and loved ones. I feel like the support from the beginning has really. Um, morphed me into the man that I, you know, that I'm still becoming, you know, um, cause I feel, like, yeah, I feel that absolutely. we learn every day. Um, I'm still learning. Um, I felt like I learned much more being out of school than being actually For in sure. school, even though yep. we still had a foundation there that we're still able to use day in and day out and to, um, mm-hmm. um, you know, pass that to other, uh, uh, you know, you, uh, youths and, uh, all the, all the youngsters who were, wanting to do this we could pass it on to them mm-hmm. but um it's been it's been it's been it's just been nothing but hustle and grind um I had a lot of jobs um even before graduating um I was working at two restaurants I was also working at two retail stores I was also dancing for Bob Misfits I was still dancing for Bob Misfits before I entered the company of Ain't Too Proud um and, and doing a lot of a, a lot of uh, freelance teaching and substitute teaching left yeah. and right just just to help mom out and doing what I can you know because we all know as artists sometimes um, uh, it, it seems like certain doors doesn't open but um, right. when you uh, when you just stay patient and you and you keep lifting everybody else and just know that you have so much to offer and to give something's bound to crack you know what I mean there's too yeah, many eggs absolutely. to not you know, to not crack any of them. And one of them is bound to crack for you. Um, and that's, that's pretty amazing too, that on top of supporting yourself and your own career, you were, you were helping your family. Um, you're helping Annalise. You, you've, you seem to really prioritize um, service for others and, and helping others. How do you, how do you sort of fit that into your day-to-day life? Well, even with uh, COVID-19, you know, um, just send random FaceTimes to, you know, loved ones left and right. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I was talking with some of my classmates not that long ago, making sure they were good. I saw that Annalise in her class did this thing on Zoom, you know, where they can just have like nine or 12 people in the chat. Yeah, all checking in. And just, mm-hmm. and just checking in, you know. Um, honestly, what I do is I just pray. Um, yeah. You yeah. know, and um, and when I get to see that person again, or if I get to hear that person's voice again, you know, I just let them know how delighted I, I am just to hear your voice and or just see your face on a FaceTime, you know, because we don't know how long this situation is going to keep going. And uh, we just have to stay safe and, uh, and do what we can to practice social distancing and um, and just to end this virus. Yeah, and keep yeah. each other safe, too. And what I love is that, you know, being a an artist, it's easy to always think about yourself and always oh, think about yes. like what you need to do. And this is truly a community and we Amen. all need each other. Amen. Mm-hmm. We really do. I think it's really amazing that you're able to say like, my journey is going to be different than your journey, but I'm, I'm going to support you and understand that my time will come. And so, you know, Amen. I mean, um, and, and, and live, you know, and Fiona, you know, like I, I look up to you guys, you know, in particular, you know, wow. uh, other than just saying your names, you know, people like Wanu and Nick and Phil, you know, yeah. um, and, 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 you know, all the all the greats who, who have graduated. The for, Montclair greats. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we have we have some amazing people to look up to, not yeah. only for their talent, but for their um, their ability to to inspire people around them and yeah. to look out for people around them. Yeah. It's, it's a cool community we have in that we can show up at an audition or at a show or a rehearsal and know a couple people in the room and automatically feel like we're at home a little bit. Yes. I love that we are all continuing to support one another as the years for sure. go for by. Sure. So before we get into Ain't Too Proud and what that's been mm-hmm. like for you, um, tell us a little bit about Clueless off Broadway at the Signature. Yeah, oh, Clueless was so much fun. Just the whole team was just a ball. Um, it was literally a party. Um, I just felt like I was in high school all over again. Um, <laughs> funny story. I actually auditioned for this casting team, and I'm so thankful for this casting team um, for a show way back when that I did not get right after school. But she still had me in mind for other projects. She even told my agent that. And Clueless was in the midst of workshops um, years ago. And long story short, after I played Riff in West Side Story at the Guthrie Theater in Minneapolis, they emailed my agents and I saying, hey, we would love to bring him in for work sessions. And, you know, because they were starting to bring it uh, bring it up off Broadway. And I went in and then went through the whole audition process again for Clueless and audition pro- uh, callback process. And then they were like, yeah, we want you to play Sean in Understudy Mary. And I was like, oh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> that is amazing. That's so cool. And that whole that whole time of just like being on 42nd Street, I was just like, oh, my gosh, I need to move into the city quicker than I expected. <laughs> right. Yeah. But it, 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 it was so much fun. Um, I miss it still to this day. Um, we still talk um, and check in with one another. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, it's truly, it's truly a show that would be be with me forever. I love that. So then, tell us a little bit about um, "Ain't Too Proud" and what the audition process was like for you, and the rehearsal process. Because if our listeners don't know, "Ain't Too Proud" is a really difficult show to do, choreography wise. Every 
everything wise, basically. Um, (laughs) And so um, tell us what it was like to make your Broadway debut and then, you know, have that drastic change happen of Broadway shutting down. You know, um, can you take us through that? Absolutely. The first time auditioning for Ain't Too Bright, I just remember being so happy, you know, just because of how the temptations, Marvin Gaye, the Supremes, you know, Paul Williams, Eddie Kendricks, Melvin Franklin, Otis Williams, David Ruffin, the Pips, just, I, I could keep going. Motown uh, was always in me, you know, my mom, and just my family members, they raised me on the Motown sound. And um, even though they were looking for a swing in the beginning, with my, before they went to Berkeley Rap, um, just to be in that room was just a blessing itself. And I was mm-hmm. like, I know it would come back around someday. And then when it actually came back around, um, I wasn't available two times. Um, and I wanted to send a tape in, but, um, you know, with a show like this, you need to be in the room. You know, it's, it's, it's you know, right. it's a blessing that we can send self-tapes. But in this day and age, you know, if, they, if they're only going, if they're only casting on self-tapes, great. But if you know you can be in the room, go mm-hmm. in the room. Just for yeah, nothing that beats that. Yeah, the magic that happens is unmatched. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And later on, um, which was last year, when I was able to finally get into the room, um, I originally, I, I every time when you look at me, <laughs> people be be like, "Oh, you can go in for David Ruffin. You, oh, you look like Ephraim Sykes' cousin." And in the back of my mind, <laughs> I'm like, "But I'm a baritone. Um, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not really a tenor." Um, there's like some tenor qualities in my voice, but For like, sure, I, yeah. I'm like eight shows a week though. Can I show you? You know what you do. You yeah. know, yeah. Eight shows a week. I know what I can, you know, what I can sell, you know, it's best to know what you can do at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And when they, and when casting had said yes, uh, that I can show them uh, the, the role of Paul Williams. Then next thing you know, they asked me to prepare Melvin because they, they, they heard the richness of how my voice is. Um, mm-hmm. and, 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 and after, after I showed them Melvin, the next thing you know, they were looking at me to be ensemble, to cover both of those roles. And, and then I was put on hold after the whole audition process of last year, um, mm-hmm. uh, being considered for the tour that they were going to launch out in June. Um, but they said, I can, st- I can, I, I, I would still most likely be up for Broadway too, but no guarantees. And then. An immediate replacement had came about um, a few weeks ago, and it was just two days. Um, uh, the first day was dancing. Had to learn a new combination. Um, it was about eight or ten of us, and then the next day it was just three of us. I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is like really, uh, they're, they're, really they're, so close." They're, they're, going, yeah. they're, they're going, they're going super fast, you know. <laughs> With these kind of things, you know, you don't even think these kind of things happen even fast, even when when Phil. Mm-hmm. audition for spongebob you know phil sloves our classmate yeah he, you know even he was saying how he was so sh- shook and shocked at how fast they were like yeah we, we want you for crabs and patrick um that whole process when phil went in for spongebob you know and and receiving the call so soon things like this can happen for any of us so soon you know with immediate replacements mm-hmm. and in this case um the amazing incredible actor um was just passing the baton on to somebody else and um 
Um, literally, after I sang and read, they, they called me back for the final session later on that evening with the team, the whole team. And I go to Ripley Greer. I go, I go to a bench. I literally have a lot of, uh, like, a, like, at least four hours before the final um, session. So I'm just on a bench listening to my gospel, sobbing in a corner, crying, <laughs> um, just giving, you know, just giving thanks to the most high because, you know, opportunities like these don't always come around, you know, and when you, yeah. and I, and I, and I, and I know we've experienced where, you know, we, we get to all, all the way to the final, final, final callback. And then, uh, the answer is no, you know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and in mm-hmm. that case, and in that time, and within that, you know, that hour, I was just, you know, just giving glory, just saying, thank you, uh, you know, for just allowing me to keep pursuing my dreams, you know, even when I lift up others and I don't even feel lifted, you know, within myself that, you know, depending on that time or day, you know, I was just so thankful mm-hmm. to just be in the room again. And when I, and then when I finally go to the final session, I sing in red and then we danced and then literally the next morning I got the call frame too proud and literally on the way to a, another audition with baby girl next to me, you know, she's screaming the whole office is that my agent's office is screaming for me. And I'm literally, oh I'm literally in like Times Square trying to find parking and, and telling baby girl because she's like, give me my asthma pump because I literally. Right. <laughs> and, Gotta get your inhaler. You know, I was like, thank, thank God I got my crying out because, you know. Oh, I, wow. You know, oh, but, my God. You know, if I didn't get my crying out, oh, my gosh, that, yeah. that, that could have been. That could have been. Did you make it to that other audition, or oh, did, were you too? I did. Uh... I was on time and everything. Oh yes, I was on time and everything. I would have been like, "Sorry, guys, I uh, booked Broadway. Broadway literally <laughs> called, and uh, I gotta go." <laughs> they, yeah, I gotta go. They they knew they was like, "Oh, he must have got some good news." They were like, "You're just you're happy." I feel like you're that way all the time. Though. I know, I, I know. I know too. I People know. see that and they, they feel, I mean, I think, I think you said it best. It's you're lifting other people up even when you're not feeling lifted that day. Like, I think that's, that's such an amazing thing about you is that even when people aren't pumping you up, you're there to, have you did you see Cheer on Netflix? Oh my gosh, you know, you today? of course, you, yes, we did. Oh my, gosh. oh my gosh, you I are. You're what's say. Say. I know what you're gonna say. Jerry, that's who you are. You are Jerry. Jerry. <laughs> Jerry, yeah. And I love that you do it without keeping score. You just do it because it's in your heart too. And I feel like um, it's easy for some people to like lift others up so that they can get that same feedback as well all the time. And that's not what genuine support is. It's, you know, just doing it because you want to. Yeah. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VTW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So um, what was your rehearsal process like for Ain't Too Proud? Once you booked the job, how oh, quickly wow. did you start after finding out? Well, I'm, play- I'm playing Otis Williams' son, Lamont. I was, I was taught the role and the track within a two-week span. Um, luckily, um, and thankfully, um, anytime when you're entering a show, um, you're able to watch it as many, as many times as you want. Um, and I was mm-hmm. just, you know, absorbing it, watching it watching the, the amazing actor uh, do his thing, you know, and tracking him whenever, you know, it was on the schedule. He, they gave us shirts and stuff that says, hashtag we rehearse, because literally every day we're rehearsing something. Wow. Yeah. And literally the the, uh, the week of my debut, um, like the day of, I had my first rehearsal for uh, Melvin to learn the opening number uh, tracking wise and then giving it to Runaway Child a little bit. And then I was supposed to have another rehearsal for Melvin uh, that Thursday, um, March 13th. And um, literally, we uh, I, I was treating the person um, that I'm replacing um, to a brunch meal. And I get an email saying, hey, don't come to the theater. Broadway is shutting down at 5 o'clock. I literally had like my 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 luggage, my huge luggage bag, my big book bag, you know, because I live in New Jersey. I'm always commuting. And um and then literally from that that moment, I was just like, well, if Broadway is closing, that means this is really taking an effect. I mean, I haven't been really watching the news, but once um, they had shut down the NBA Association, and mind you, I'm a huge, big basketball fan. I'm a huge basketball advocate. LeBron James is my uncle. He just doesn't know it yet. Um, <laughs> when they had shut that down, on Tuesday of March 12th, um, or I think it might've been that Monday. I was like, yeah, this is, this is probably going to shut us down as well, but, um, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm staying lifted. You know, I know a lot of us have lost jobs because of this. Um, this is going to hurt, hurt us uh, tremendously within the theater community, but, um, we'll bounce back. Um, I'm not, I'm not, a lot of people was worried. A lot of people was like, I need to go back to school for law or for like nursing. I'm like, but listen, if you, if, 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 if you know what your heart is destined for, if you know what you want to do, if you know that the entertainment world, the artist artistry world is where you live, stay in it, you know, but always, mm-hmm. and if you want to have a backup plan, have a backup plan, but don't just give up your dreams because of, um, because of fear, because fear is um, only lasts for, a second you know it's temporary yeah it's temporary. and I think it's important to put into perspective too that I mean so for for our listeners to know your Broadway debut was that Tuesday and then um you had three performances before the shutdown is that yes, correct yes got to perform from a debut and then got to do a whole two show day <laughs> <laughs> it's all still so recent that I think uh we have to remind ourselves to be patient with ourselves, with the world, yes. um, to put into perspective what's important right now. And what's important is that we're all safe, that we're all healthy, that we're all protecting each other. And yes. we yeah. need to let that let that happen now and know that there will be a time when the jobs we love will be back, hopefully Amen. for all of us. Amen. Hopefully. And if not, 
if if not this, then something better, you know? Exactly. I agree. And, you know, I read this thing and it was, you know, being bored is a privilege right now because not mm-hmm. everyone has that luxury. We have, you know, essential workers and obviously the nurses and grocery store employees working mm-hmm crazy hours and putting themselves in harm's way to, you know, to provide for us. And so, yeah, I was talking to Olivia about that yesterday. I was out grocery shopping and, um, the man who was helping me, I I said, thank you for coming into work today. I really appreciate it. And he, he got tears in his eyes and he said, thank you. Nobody's, nobody said that to me today. And I kind of realized that, I mean, we are so blessed that we don't have to go to work right now, but there are people who, who applied for these jobs, most of them around minimum wage, working at grocery stores or as janitors and things like that. And they didn't sign up to put their lives and their families' lives at risk yeah, every day and yeah. where they are. So so we're the lucky ones, I think. As, yeah. as frustrating as it can be, um, I think it's really, really wonderful that you've been able to put that into perspective. Mm-hmm. We are in a very uncertain time and Broadway in theory was supposed to open up this week and that is not going to happen for obvious mm-hmm. reasons, but, you know, has Ain't Too Proud uh, checked in with you guys about what's going on? Like, Yes, um, they, they've been taking care of us. Uh, they've been they've been checking up on us uh, every week. Even even uh, our, our creators, you know, reached out saying, hey, we're thinking of you. We love you. We'll be mm-hmm. back soon. But keep saying that we'll be back soon. Um, and I'm so appreciative that they do keep saying that, but God forbid, even, even if we weren't to come back till, you know, 2021 i'm just saying you know just you know Mm -hmm. um i'm just thankful for the opportunity um to be able to be on that broadway stage at that time and and to be able to give a bow and to give a uh you know a a look up to god thanking him you know Mm -hmm. you know because that that moment could have been shut down early you know even though a lot of a lot of things have been shut down um and a lot of people was like you're not you're not angry you're not mad at the world i'm like no we know that you can't you can't question the most highest power you know and um despite despite you know um the lives that are being taken um from this virus and um you know just the seriousness of it you know it's just really you know um scary it's just a scary it's just a, a scary process in a weird time that we're mm-hmm. in you know um i can't i don't want to be selfish uh meant to be like well uh, i don't want to be in the house isn't that third I'm actually, you know, I'm always enjoying time with my mother and my grandparents. And um, and pretty soon my mother and I are going to drop off food to my grandparents. I guess that sort of brings us to our next question about how you're feeling this time. I know you're spending lots of time taking care of your family. Um, is there any way that you're you're staying um, creative, that you're, that you're keeping your body and your voice in shape to go back to the show? Like, how are you spending your time right now? Uh, aside from drinking plenty of water and playing the video game and eating a lot of cereal, <laughs> um, I do lift weights. I have these lovely 20 pound weights that I'm literally using every day uh, to make sure my arms still look good or whatever. Um, okay. you know, some, doing some uh, daily stretching just to make sure I'm still flexible and to make sure these legs still work. Um, right. Mm-hmm. praying you know that's my meditation i do what i do what um i do want to get into some yoga and actually start meditating um more movie nights with mom um mm-hmm. anytime when if uh annalise and i are together movie night we're cooking together mm-hmm. um with her mother um uh, and you know casual reading some plays and stuff and just be online watching mm-hmm. some 
documentaries, educating the mind, um, talking to my nephew, and just making sure and the fam and the loved ones are good. You guys are fam too. You know, I, I call everybody fam, you know, even all, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so you seem to be dealing with this uncertain time really well because it's very clear that you understand that, you know, it's normal to feel scared and, you know, very isolated, but you understand that this is bigger than us and there are lives being lost. So yes. I guess, you know, since we've been mentioning Annalise, um, Annalise um, is Darius's girlfriend and she's also in the industry. And, um, and she was also a classmate of ours. She is yeah. so, so sweet, so talented. She's amazing. She really is. Yeah. Um, what is the dynamic of dating somebody in the industry and how do you guys support one another um, during this time and also in life in general? And how do you keep your relationship balanced? Thankfully, um, Annalise and I uh, share the same morals and, you know, religious beliefs and you know, she's just my rock day in and day out. And um, sometimes you're not blessed with, you know, your, your other half right away. Um, but in this case, I was. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, we always we're always talking together. We're always uh, we're always um, creating scenarios. And, you know, we would talk back and forth. Sometimes we'll be, uh, you know, we'll have disagreements. Be like, well, if, if it was this kind of road, isn't it? Then, well, I don't know. I don't, you know, like we literally have conversations day in and day out we talk all the time um even if even if we had a disagreement before we went to bed we would always say i love you you should always say i love you no matter what always squash Mm -hmm. whatever it is before you guys hit that pillow it's just communication and just um um care for one another endlessly um especially within Mm -hmm. this uh industry because sometimes um couples in this industry it doesn't work you know i know i know you says you have a, a credible you know hubby in your corner but he's not even in our world but he understands our world because hubby of you be. yes he's you not know, in our world he's not in our world for he's sure, a, for he's sure. A, i mean there there can be competition when you're when you're with somebody who's in the same industry even if you're not going out for the same roles i mean there, there's mm-hmm. there's always almost always comparison um which i mean i don't experience because my fiance is not an actor but have you guys always been able to um travel to see each other and see oh, each other's yes. shows um and Oh yes, but we always, we always, we always yeah. uh, try to make sure that we can uh, support one another. There was a time where I was like, "Don't even stress about it." But she even made it work to see me in West Side Story because um, oh. she was working at Tuacon. Yeah, in Utah, their day mm-hmm. off was on a Sunday when um, oh. our day off was on, you know, Monday, um, and uh, she was only able to flying that day. And then had to fly out that exact night. And, you know, things like that, you know, sacrifices like that, you know, just. That's what you got to do to make it work, you know, like relationships are work and it's two people who want to do that work. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And because then when you want to do it, it doesn't feel like work. Yes. Yeah. Life hack. Absolutely. Um, (laughs) Total life hack. And, um. You know, and I also think to add to like dating somebody in the industry, I I love that you've done so many shows and you're able to discern like, okay, like I'm in a show and I'm going to be close to people and I'm going to be close to women and like, you know, but I have something real and something really great. Mm -hmm. Um, 
on the other end. And, you know, I think people lose that reality and they, they put their show world into their reality and then they Mm -hmm. leave and they're like, Oh, that was nothing like what I thought it was because it wasn't real. And now I've ruined my reality. Ha. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it's so important to keep those worlds separate your work and your life to an extent so that you can maintain your relationships with the people you love and your friendships and still get to know and love the people you're working with. But um, sometimes it's easy to lose sight of that in the moment. I agree. agree. You know, it takes real, it takes discipline, takes a lot Mm -hmm. of discipline. So Mm -hmm. it's really nice to hear about, you know, a very successful couple in this industry. Yeah. Um, And also for you and Charlie, Fiona, like, it's just really nice to, it's really nice to hear about that, especially during this time and, you know, in any time. But that's what this time is all about for us. When the people who are lucky enough to be able to stay home, it's about being with our family and being with the people who support us and and lift us up, as Darius said, the people who are there for us when we need it. Because not every day of this social isolation, social um, distancing is going to be happy and not every day um, is going to be a day that we feel productive and creative. So I think it's really important to surround ourselves with people who are okay with that and don't ask for more um, on days when we don't have any more to give. Yes. I agree. Darius, thank you so much for chatting with us today. Um, Where can our listeners follow you online? Literally Darius Jordan Lee. That's it. <laughs> on Instagram, so on the D- Insta. On the Instagram. D-A-R-I-S-A-O-R-D-A-N-L-E-E. That's me. Come Amazing. On down for the rest. Come on, Come down. on follow him. <laughs> um, and and when he's when he's back on the Broadway. Um, Go see him in Ain't Too Proud. Yeah, I'm we're for sure gonna be seeing him as soon as he's back. We haven't Absolutely. Been to yet, but and we can. Um, Oh, and weeping in the front row. Uh, And Darius, we've been asking each other this question every week. Um, So we'll answer it as well. But what is keeping you inspired this week? What is keeping me inspired this week? Um, What's keeping me inspired is that knowing that my grandparents um, are depending on my mother and I to make sure that they're in in great health. And um, it's just giving me motivation to keep on going. my grandparents, yeah. you know, yeah, making sure that. that making sure that they're good and uh, knowing that there's still love to maintain, um, mm-hmm. still still a love to be had, there's still a love to enjoy, there's still a love to um, secure and to protect. Just knowing um, that uh, I can continue to spread love um, is keeping me inspired. I'm into Amazing. it. And then what about you, Fiona? Um, what's keeping me inspired this week is going outside for runs six to 10 feet from anybody else mm-hmm. um, and seeing that um, spring is coming. And it's kind of a reminder that uh, most of us are inside for most of the day, um, but you know, the world is still changing and spring is still coming. And, and it, it feels like a little reminder that, you know, we're going to be okay. Yeah. So that's keeping me inspired. The cherry blossom tree across the street from my apartment is keeping me inspired this week. Olivia, what is keeping you inspired this week? I I think um, the same with running and being outside, um, for sure. It's nice to know that life is still happening, even though hours might have stopped. Mm-hmm. Um, 
in our minds because life always goes on. Um, Mm -hmm. And so it's nice to see that there are signs of life um, (laughs) still happening. And I think, um, I think also for me, um, I, there's this new sense of owning who I am uh, through this solitude that's really keeping me inspired because I now understanding like what I want from myself and what I want from others mm-hmm. and you know just cultivating the relationships that I really care about still mm-hmm. you know it's I think we're we're in month two of social isolation and I think um it's easy to forget um about everybody right now because it's easy to feel really hopeless and so I think for me hope is keeping me inspired this Amen. Amen. um I hope that. to just continue to do well be well and do well for others too because mm-hmm. this is so much bigger than us and so yeah you know yeah. not to get too crunchy you know yeah. well if you're listening to this Shoot a text to that person you haven't talked to in a couple weeks or that classmate or that friend or that coworker and just um, reach out. Let them know you're thinking of them. And and I think we can do a lot of good just by connecting with people right now. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much, Darius. This has been inspiring in itself just talking to you about Thank your you. experiences. Right. Just talking to you. Thank you all for listening. We are wishing you a week of optimism, fulfillment, and never, ever sticking to your backup plan. Thanks again for listening to this episode of What's Your Backup Plan? If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate, review, and subscribe. If you have any questions, ideas for future podcasts, or just want to say hey, you can reach us at backupplanpodcast at gmail.com or on Instagram at backupplanpodcast. This podcast features original music by Dario Valley. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network.